We're Not Dead, a story of fan survival. Episode 26 of We're Not Dead, the official community podcast for We're Alive. I'm your host, Brittany Brombacher, and I'm joined by the oh-so-sexual Greg Miller. Hello, Brittany. Hello, Greg Miller. How are you? I'm excellent, because I just found out that I can kiss you the next time I see you. I know. You. I was going to say, are we going to act like we just didn't have that conversation? No, it's, it's on now. The next time I see you, Brittany, everybody, I get to make out with her. Uh, without, I'm just going to walk up and do it. Just and walk she up says, and do that's it. the way to do it. That's Yeah, that's a manly way to do it. You don't think, <clears throat> can I kiss you? No. No, I, well, I didn't say I was going to... I never... Oh, that man, being you said... Are, you that... are for a world of pain, Bromrocker. Oh, my God. This is going to be so awkward when Rich brings you to the IGN office when you come to visit, and that's the first thing I do. <laughs> that being said, I do not condone the action of random strangers Strangers coming up to me and making out. I, you might get a swift kick to the balls. Okay, let's not ignore our guest from Australia, Joshua. Josh. Josh. Hello. Hey, oh. Was that, like, your American accent? No, that was oh. just... No, it's keep... not like you're falling. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yelled it into the microphone by accident. Hello, everyone. Hello, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm talking to an Australian, and that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you heard about We're Alive, your favorite character, moment, etc. Okay, well, the first time I heard of We're Alive, um, I had just gotten into uh, zombies and as a general. Um, I was really bored in general, and I couldn't find any good zombie um, stories, so I went on iTunes, and I know someone's already said this, but I just typed in zombie randomly, <laughs> and that's what came <laughs> up. There was another one, but that only had like 10, 10 episodes, and just Was stopped. it We're Not Dead? No, it was... um. <laughs> Somehow our podcast came up before the real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? They're talking about, what is this? It sounds they're ta- awesome. They're, they're talking fucking gibberish. I'm just making this thing up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was at PAX. Um, someone did approach me and said that he really liked We're Not Dead, but he had no clue what the F Greg and I were talking about. He was listening to We're Not Dead, but he wasn't listening to We're Alive. So that, that, that has I mean, happened. God bless him. God I, bless him if that's possible for him. But yeah, that's interesting that people would stumble upon it like that. <laughs> so they think we make this shit up every week. I hope, uh, I hope you corrected him. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I did. <laughs> so what would you say your favorite character is? Um, my favorite character? Oh, there's so many. Um, I, I, I gotta go with Bert and his badassery. Oh, can you do a Bert voice? Yeah, do, yeah, do an Australian Bert. Do yeah, an Australian Bert. Yeah. Oi. That that's perfect. That, that was good. I liked it. That's what I would expect as good, an Australian, good. but I'm not going to do it because Oh wait, that my, was Greg? My Bert turn, that was Greg. My oh. Bert turns into um Batman. No, that's like, cool. Really oh, nice, gruff. Nice. Yeah, believe it or not, Brittany, not, real Australian people don't say oi as much as I say oi uh, when I do an Australian accent. That's when we get ticked off, we just foil all the time. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet, dude. Well, I guess if that's all about that, we can go into the story recap. As always, feel free to pipe in with any tidbits of information you would like. Oh, I got lots. Oh, good. I like an opinionated co-host. <clears throat> Great. <clears throat> well, oh, whatever. I'm there all the time to tell you how stupid you are and that you suck in all your opinions. Oh, my matter. birch voice. He's just all waiting. Right. He's, He's just waiting to stuff He's up. waiting in the bushes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the helicopter crash lands in an area of farmland in the desert outside of Barstow. Kello, t- 
Hello. <laughs> Kelly, Tanya, and Michael grab rifles and stand outside. Everybody is pretty panicked and the atmosphere is very hectic. While they're outside, Datsu begins checking out the hydraulic fuel situation. Hope is instructed to stay inside the chopper and keep the dog quiet. Greg, did you miss Hope? Of course. I like that she's just, yeah, okay, watch the dog. What can I do to help? Just watch the dog. Watch the dog. Uh, <laughs> I also enjoy, like, this was, I mean, I'm sure you'll get to it here in your recap, some of the best lines from Kelly in Forever. Absolutely. Oh. God, is she good in this episode. After a minute or two, all looks clear. It sounds like they're in a pretty open area and will spot something a ways off should it appear. So Michael tells Datsu that he needs to fix the repair ASAP so they can fly out before nightfall. Datsu says the issue is a mess and it'll take too long for that. As soon as things slightly settle down, the realization of what happened starts to sink in with Michael. He starts talking about those who they lost. Suddenly, Riley comes out of the chopper, not the closet, and frantically asks for Angel. No one will tell her what happened. Eventually, Kelly tells her Angel is gone. Soon after, everyone breaks down. It's a group kumbaya of emotions. Michael calls Hope out of the chopper to join the sob fest, but she can't um, find her way out, so Pink of, Yeah, like, right, what a great moment. <laughs> Hope, you need to be out here, too. I'm blind, jackass, in a helicopter. <laughs> Fuck you. I know. I can help but laugh at that. Um, okay, so before the scene ends, Datu says something in lines of, we need a dog over here. Did you guys catch that? I heard that. Okay, I was a little confused because I forgot they were passing Lady around, and I was just talking to Casey before we started recording, and then they reminded me of that. So, as somebody who has a dog, no, I know the I know the comforting power of Pertillo, yeah, so I, I can only I, as, I can only imagine that Lady would help you get through the death of all your friends and zombies. Aww. Yeah. Good perspective. Okay, so later that night, everyone is crowded around a campfire eating MREs, minus Datu, who is working diligently on the repairs, and Kelly, who was keeping watch with the night vision goggles. Since they are uh, they are on farmland, Tanya asks about the crops. Riley says that she had already taken a look, and the only crops are wheat and corn, but they're dead and rotting. Riley also asks Michael for the date, since she's writing in her journal, and he says it's August 2nd. Kelly then needs batteries for the night vision goggles, so Pigs grabs them out of the helicopter. Apparently, Bert had packed a lot of good shit before they took off. Then for a minute, Bert is the topic of discussion. Michael even says even though they didn't get along, he's really going to miss him. But Riley is done talking about the people they lost, and she gets upset and walks off for a smoke. Kelly is watching her with the night vision goggles. But then there's a brilliant line. So Pigs defends Riley's actions for acting the way she is. She says she's wor- yeah. She says she's worried about her, and that quote: "She lost her best friend and the person she loves within a month." And then Kelly pipes with, "Yeah, but which is which? That's what we're all Whoa. thinking." Ah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good because it's line. true. You know, everyone wants well, not everyone, but all right. So Fort Irwin is overrun. Michael says there are some bases to the east, but any fallback destination might have to be reached on wheels. He'll assess it when they land there. On that note, he says everyone is looking at him like he's still in charge, and that if there is something that they want to say, they just need to say it. Tanya pipes up. She says she has a feeling Saul is still alive, but Michael tells everyone he knows what he saw and to trust him that there's no one alive back there. He even thinks Lizzie is dead, which is why the Maulers brought the decoy at the trade. The next scene cuts to Saul and Victor, who are holed up in a six-floor office building. They're still bitching at each other. Victor thinks the 50 cal should be brought upstairs so no one takes it, but Saul shrugs him off and administers his drip, assuming he just needs to use it until it's all gone. Saul's kind of acting like a douchebag and is resistant to share his food or water with Victor. Eventually, Victor has had enough and gets up to leave. Saul chases after him and eventually gives up part of his MRE. Again, Victor offers to go at it alone, but Saul says that that might be better, and Victor says fine, he'll leave tomorrow. Saul pipes to Victor that he's chasing after Lizzie. Victor says he's wondering where he's going to be tomorrow, what he's going to eat, etc. Saul responds with, we'll figure it out. He then apologizes. A few minutes later, Victor asks, where are we going to look for Lizzie? Saul tells him he wants to go back to the tower after the dust settles and hopes he'll find a clue. 
And then cuts back to Michael and those guys. It's now 5 a.m. Datsu says he's almost done with the repairs. Pigs comes out of the chopper. She tries to have some romantic time with Michael, hinting that she's cold, but he's kind of dumb and suggests that she just goes back inside and covers up. So that doesn't so <laughs> so go over very smoothly. Uh. I'm cold. Go back inside. Go inside. A wrestling is heard in the bushes or whatever it is that's in the desert. They investigate and Datu spots the source of the noise. He shoots and he misses. It was a coyote. Everyone starts to come out of the helicopter and Michael scolds whoever it was that had the jambalaya, which was actually him, because the coyote was attracted to it. A few seconds later, everyone realizes Riley never came back from her smoke and that she is missing. Ba-da-da. Dun-dun-dun. And real quick, it was him who had jambalaya, right? I remember yes. somebody, I thought somebody asked him about what they had. Oh, I thought it. Oh, I thought he was like, "Who had the jambalaya? They left their trash out." Cause that's what. Yeah. And then uh, no, no, like, I know. I remember oh. that, but I, I I never went back to listen to it, or when I did actually re-listen to the episode, which I did for a change, <gasps> uh, I didn't catch all the same. Greg, I, I am so it. proud of you, dude. I'm trying. Brit, God, I'm, trying. I'm so impressed um, right now. I just listened to it again. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the first time I've never listened to it immediately after listening to it the first time. Um. And it was uh, hope that one asked what she had, because she couldn't tell. Michael said, if you can't tell, then it's no better than me telling you. And I'm not sure if uh, Datu had the jambalaya. I think it was Michael, wasn't it? Oh, well, anyway, we can go I back. Someone... It doesn't, none of this matters. It it doesn't, really this matter. is so detrimental to the story. This will tell us who Randy is. We just need to know what did Michael eat. Yep. Um, so I want to know what you guys thought about this episode, because there's some mixed opinions on the forum which i can read later but i want to know what you guys think i liked it a lot i really thought it was a good one because we talked about nothing happened before and then granted this one again not giant things happening but it was a great characterization episode right where we actually got to listen to them deal with the fact that everybody had died and all hell had broken loose and that that was my thing like i didn't want them to jump over to uh Saul and victor like i didn't want I, it's not that i don't like those characters or anything i just wanted them to stay more and deal with the helicopter stuff and it was nice to see you know the pegs and michael relationship again it was nice to see kelly have great funny lines it was in, i found it interesting that they you know they crashed in this deserted field in a world full of zombies and like michael's the only one who's like watch the horizon everybody else like this is dumb <laughs> i want to fucking get in the helicopter and play no. with the dog <laughs> what did kelly say if a helicopter falls in the field and no one's around it doesn't yeah. make a sound yeah yeah i love the i love the actors i love the way they said that <laughs> yeah they were great um, what do you think josh i thought it was great it was a great um kelly datu episode for just little quips i thought that I thought the ending was the music wasn't dramatic enough and then i listened to it again and i thought it was just dramatic enough, but it wasn't over. It wasn't too uh, as dramatic as the previous dramatic scenes have had dramatic music. I don't know what I just said. No, I, I got gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's, okay. it's an Australian thing. I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah um, and this was another thing I was talking with Casey about too before you know start recording. Is you know if these characters didn't have this emotional breakdown, I would be annoyed. It's like, you know, if you, like he said, if you cut from, you know, this crazy, like, thing happened where people are dying to the chopper la- crashing straight to another action scene and they never have that breakdown, I think that takes away from the characters. You know, I feel like these characters are real, but if they're just like robots and they're like, okay, everyone died, we don't care, we're just going to move on with our lives. So it needed to happen. Um, some people weren't too thrilled with the episode. Um, Why? Our, what, were their, what were their complaints, Brittany? I'm going to read them to you, Greg. All Arth- right, now we're talking. Arthur, this comes from zombiepodcast.com slash forum. 
He says, I got to grumble a bit here. When the groups get further fractured, it slows things down for me. And he goes on to point out that the groups are now Michael, the, everyone at the chopper. There's Riley now. There's Saul Victor. There's Lizzie, Skittles. Um, Skittles! Skittles! Oh, and I then love Clem131 says, With the last two episodes, it feels like the story is still winded, sitting back against the wall and recovering from the exhausting season finale. I feel a bit like Arthur. The characters are fractioning and in progressively smaller chunks, and that can only slow down the pace. Then again, this is the trend of the season, beginning from the major split up with the finale and continuing along. I have to admit that Riley leaving the group felt too much for me. Like, what? More little groups. Mostly it was on the Facebook. I didn't actually copy and paste those comments. But if you go to the We're Lives official Facebook, some people had posted comments that, you know, the story's slowing down too much. It's too. It's focusing too much on the characters. It's not about the oh, zombies the anymore. Point. It was never about the zombies. Right. It's a story of survival. They're in a I, field with no zombies. How can it be about the zombies? And I think a lot of people, too, um, they're used, this is the first season where they've had to wait in between episodes before they could just, you know, go you know, hammer out a chapter at a time. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. them, yeah. you know, like this, these 15 to 20 minute chunks are really slow and they're like, oh God, not, you know. It's hard to get used to. It's hard to get used to. Yeah, we as season where live listeners can tell you that, you know, these little setups and these episodes where there's not a lot happening are necessary for the action that's to for come. kick-ass ones. You can't have the sweet without the sour, Brittany. That's what I say about our relationship all the time. That's what I'm going to say here too. You, you, the, the moments that are packed with zombies and crazy. Now we're being public about it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. About yeah. our issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to work through them. One day you'll work through the issue of living in Seattle. And come we'll, to we'll make it work. And we'll all be fine. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, it's one of those things, if you didn't have these slow moments, if you didn't know these characters so well, you, why would any of it matter? It wouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't care if they died. Like, poor little Lewis, who was locked in his room. Oh, uh, that's so sad. He had it coming. Jerk. Yeah. But, like, I think this was a better, a more balanced episode so that you did get more story, right? Because that was what we complained about by the first part of the chapter, is that it was too fractured, so we only got, like, a couple minutes with each group, and then it, nothing really happened in either one. Whereas I thought, you know, we got to see them all go through this progression at the helicopter into Riley disappearing. So we knew something was happening. We got grounded. I still, like I said, didn't need the uh, Victor stuff, but... The Victor Saul stuff. Are you not a fan yeah. of that storyline right now? Or you... I like those characters a lot, but yeah, their whole thing was just like, all right, we're mad. Oh, okay, we're fine. We're going to keep going. Oh, no shit, you're going to keep going. I knew you, I knew you were going to go get Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I feel like, you know, we didn't really learn a lot about their relationship in this episode, you know, like we did last episode. I mean, last episode, it was pretty much like stapled that, you know, they're going to bitch at each other, but they need each other. Mm-hmm. This episode, they bitch at each other, but eventually, guess what? They decided to stick together. I mean, maybe it's solidified. Just like every episode. Yeah. Of, we're not dead, Brittany. <laughs> we're not dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. See, the, see, the, see the illusion I made? There? God, you're so smooth. Yes. Um. Okay. So next topic of discussion, where the hell has Riley gone? Back to get Angel. You think so? <laughs> she's going to yeah, risk suicide, she's... go all the way back. She's, she's crazy. Gonna risk, she's going to risk like a hundred, was it, what was it, like a hundred miles just to get back there? They went up and came down real quick. <laughs> went up and okay. came down. It was, do- it was Just like dark. her relationship, no Greg. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whatever. What do you, where do you brainiacs think they're going? I think she's going, I think she's just exploring the farmhouse. Oh, if, the, if so, fuck you, Casey. <laughs> if that's your like, big cliffhanger, and then two seconds later, oh, I'm right over here, guys. As soon as it comes My back. crumpets and croissants. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm right over here. I'll pop, pop. <laughs> I can't even do a French, a French accent, so I just made her English. That was good. That was really good. Um, I thought she might be in the farmhouse, but I'm thinking maybe she's being held hostage there. Maybe she wanted her too close. But the thing is that Kelly was watching her, supposedly. 
with her night vision goggles. So I don't know how she somehow disappeared, but she did. Kelly was making more great one-liners. She was too busy thinking up stuff for tomorrow. She was being too witty, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adventureless Hero says, Riley was writing in her journal. She asked for the day's date, perhaps a letter of apology for ditching her feelings, a suicide note. I am no. Paul said, maybe Riley will be Real Life's first suicide. Um, maybe she's no. feeling too terrible. I can't imagine. She, Riley's not a quitter. No. She's going to go through some dark times here, but she'll be fine. She'll she be fine. I agree. I doubt it. I really doubt it. What, you doubt what? You think she, you doubt that she's going to be okay? I doubt she'll commit suicide. I'm, oh, sure okay, she'll okay, be, okay. I'm sure there'll be something bad because Casey wouldn't just say, oh, yeah, I'm right here. Um, <laughs> as soon as they come back. Yeah. Another thing I want to know your guys' opinion on, why don't you think one of the first places they checked out was the barn? I mean, I don't know how far away it is, but I thought that would have been a good spot to go check. I mean, do, unless they don't want to leave the chopper out and afraid someone's going to call them in, like, Grand Theft Auto it or something. But Yeah, they're going to take, take a helicopter that has no uh, fuel or whatever it is, hydraulic fluid. Fluid and well, they got plenty of guns in there and stuff, and like you know, mm. other supplies they don't want screwed with. I think it's just, fun. yeah, you know, stick with what you know. And they're in this place that has a great line of sight on everything, there's no sense going and kicking a hornet's nest to see if it's like burned out. And then Riley goes over and just kicks a hole in the And Riley anyway. just goes over there, makes a little French home, a new grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> it's like The Walking Dead. There's nothing good in Barnes. We all yeah, know that. Yeah, exactly. We all know that. Okay, and then another thing is if you look at the chapter art for 25, it depicts Saul and Victor speeding away from the behemoth, and you can see a, you can see a comparison of the size of the behemoth to the truck. It's full of meat and girth. Oh, I love meat and girth. Mm-hmm. So if you go back um, to zombiepodcast.com slash forum, click on the wiki, season three, chapter 25. That's the only way I know how to find it. You might be able to find it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. And we have some listener mail, but before we dive into that, if there's anything else you guys want to say about this episode, go for it. Da, na, na, na. I liked it. Oh, good job, Greg. What about you, Josh? I liked it a lot. I always come in with a bunch of stuff to say and not forget it. That's okay. That's what Greg does every it's episode. It's fine. What? I know. I come in with nothing to say, and I just think it up as I go. Yeah, that works. So... Uh, this first email comes from Leighton Scott, and I know last time I said the only email we had was from some penis enlargement company, Whoa. but I found this. <laughs> I found this one. He sent us like seven emails within the same day, so I compiled it all into one paragraph. My God, what? <laughs> yeah, seven emails, and you made it one. E- no, each email was like one sentence. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Clingy. <laughs> You're too clingy. <laughs> what you doing? Back off. You guys having fun? How's your Gmail working? <laughs> uh, he said, big fan of both. We're not dead and we're alive. I think Kalani's death sucked balls and he died a great suicide. I have no idea what you talked about his death for. Whatever. I'm on chapter 18 of We're Not Dead. Pete should be the next to die, Miss Britt. Greg, can an extreme homemaker make the hardest man cry? Is that like a beyond joke or something? Or uh, not that I'm aware of. I I don't. Well, I don't know. When I do podcasts, I generally black out and forget yeah, what I said. Too. But I, I I am an extreme home makeover fan, so yes, it can make you cry. When they say move that bus uh-huh. and they collapse, it gets me right do there. Do you cry? Do you cry at that? No, but I, I've gotten choked up before. Oh, that's adorable. I know what you're talking oh. about. Okay. Um. Do you do you feel the same? Does that happen to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just collapse onto the floor in a heap of tears. Okay. Well, now you're just making fun of me. <laughs> No, it is very emotional and touching. And I have no idea what either of you are on about because I'm Australian. Oh, it's, yeah, American show. Yeah, it's just, you know, they go through a home, demo it, make it all sexy, and then they put a big bus in front of the new home. The family goes on vacation while they're doing it. Uh, Come back. Uh, yeah, we move got Move that bus. And then they collapse like Greg. Yep. 
<laughs> um, Pegasus can suck it, Greg. She almost killed all of them, what? and now she served her purpose. She's the next to die. Well, she is trying to do that with Michael, but she's still. trying to kill Mike. What? No, she's trying to suck it. Uh oh! There it is. That's some top level dirty talk from Joshua. <laughs> okay, this next one comes from Daniel. Hey, Britt and Greg, let's play a game. I want each of you to select the next character you think will die, and whoever gets it right, I will order them a basket of hot wings. Remotely, of course. Ooh. Thank God for online ordering. I personally think it's going to be Hope. She is blind, after all. What use does she have for us? That's a good point. I've been calling for Hope to die for a long time, so we'll see if that happens. I'm not saying that's my pick. I'm just saying it's a good pick. You know, I've been calling for Bert to die for a while, and part of me wants to stick with that just because I've been... But now that he actually kind of fell, I feel bad. Um, I think I'm going to go with Victor. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing. I don't want to... I'd love to say somebody in the core cast. A Pegs. Uh, a Saul. But yeah, a, a Victor, one of these like new guys, these satellite characters, you could see them going really easy. We don't have as much emotional mm. attachment to these guys like we do the exactly. other ones. They're going to say... Yeah, the next to die, you know, they got to save it for... A finale, a big. If it's gonna be a big person, right. Victor could die tomorrow. He could. The 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 machine gun could misfire when they uncover it in the morning. It could. I That'd be very <laughs> unfortunate. You never know, though. I mean, the real question is, where's Pete? Where? What is Pete up <laughs> yeah. to in this world? <laughs> People need water, Casey Whalen. I'll tell you. The what. world will need water, not just. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, I'm gonna say Riley. I'll just throw it out there. There's my prediction. I wonder if he's run out. I wonder. Uh, I wonder how much water he has left. Like, how much does the colony have left? I don't know. I mean, I wish we could talk and mm. ask Pete himself. Only he would. I'd know. love to know what's happening with Pete, but Casey refuses to tell me. <laughs> Pete's in some kind of we're we're alive limbo, just out there. That's uh, somewhere between living and dead. Oh, at least he's out there. At least you have a character. Yeah, you'll never have one. I heard. Ha, whatever, biatch. Ego will get too big. Josh, what do you think? Who's the next character to die? Uh, I I think it'll be one of the molars or. Like one of, oh, or, one one of the colonies, like maybe Scratch or uh, Tardust or Bricks or someone. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be one of the core because we've lost we've lost too many of the um, too many of the Tower folk. We, he mm-hmm. might kill oh, the red one of the Tower folk. Yeah, we've lost too many of the red shirts. We might um we might lose a main character in like the season finale after someone from the Moles or something has died, but I don't know. And I won't get chicken wings either way because I'm in Australia. Oh yeah, that might be a little tricky. Um, <laughs> next one comes from. I'll eat him in your honor. No, okay, no, me. I will. And send him to the girl. Uh, Melissa B oh, okay. says, "Greg, can I have your children? Thanks. Also, if you could pretend to be Pete, that would be fantastic. I'll gladly oh, yeah. buy a bottle of water from you any day." <laughs> no, it's two free bottles with your first bang. Oh snap! Oh. <laughs> Next. Uh, no, I don't want any children, so you you can't have my children. But if I ever accidentally have them, I'll just give them to you. You will? Okay, Melissa yeah. will be very... Uh, not you. The no, girl. I, I don't want your the children. Question. Damn right This is don't. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Our relationship just dipped to a new low. How many bottles of water you got for me, Britt? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a trash can full of empty plastic water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... <clears throat> Next, moving on, there is a contest being run on zombiepodcast.com slash forum. That's where all the details are. It's called We're Alive, Are You? So all you have to do is if you go to the forum, you have to be a registered member in order to download the flyer. There's like It's like a flyer or a poster. I haven't seen it myself because I'm a terrible host. But all you have to do is... Uh, poster. A poster. Thank you. All you have to do is print it out and take a picture with, and you post it somewhere and then take a picture of where you post it. Anyway, the winners will win a signed Season 2 box set. You will be judged on where you place the poster, your originality, and creativity surprises them. 
Disclaimer, we are not responsible for where you put the poster and any sort of crazy pandemonium it might cause. Okay, so there you go. The contest ends January 30th, so it sounds like they haven't gotten too many submissions, so you... I can't find it. You can't? Okay, it's under... Okay, so zombiepodcast.com slash forum. It's under top news. Oh, top news. Top news. I wanted to wear not dead podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, go to, yeah. Go to our website first. Give us some traffic. No, but... um. Yeah, so <laughs> give us some traffic. Give us some traffic. <laughs> the contest, mm-hmm. like I said, ends January 30th. Oh, there's. And like I said, I think there's only been a few of them, so feel free to submit. You have a really good chance. Right now, your chances of winning are like 25%. Well, damn, Sam. That is all I have for this episode. Come on, listeners. Y'all are out there. We see yes on these things. Send in some more questions to we're not dead podcast at gmail.com. Yes. We did get three last time, which is pretty good. We're slowly picking up the pace. The forum. Weren't we doing? I thought we were doing really well for questions before. We were. Well, we were. Well, back in the day? Back in the day when the show was regular? I think the kids have uh, kind of slowed down. I mean, I know like the forum has like six pages usually. Like I said, it averages like 15, 16. So I think we're slowly picking up speed. You know, it's the calm. It's like we're alive, the episodes. It's very calm right now, but pretty soon it'll get balls hectic and we'll be good to go. <laughs> balls hectic. All right. Well, if you guys have anything else to say, speak I now. Do. I was talking with on the forum. Uh, a lot of I've noticed on the forum that a lot of people are saying are talking about <laughs> it, the chapter twenty five part two or whatever has completely devolved. The discussion has completely devolved into um, into who's the alpha in the tower or well in the group. Um, and a lot of people have been saying um, like Michael is the alpha and Bert is an alpha, and then they fought, and then Bert stood down, and now Michael is being sad, so he's not going to be the alpha anymore. And Angel's going to become an alpha. Ooh, what do you think? I think there'll be a massive lot, uh, like a big hole in who will be the alpha, and Datu will stand up. And just Datu. Be great. <laughs> Everybody great. come over here, please. That's racist. That was That's not really racist. racist. That was like you doing your English accent for Riley. She's French. Well, you know what? I did what I can, Brittany. I think Michael will continue to be the alpha. Yeah. Bert's going to be a broken man when they get him back. He'll just be a head in a jar. Do you think alpha's the correct... <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's very <A> head in... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think alpha's the correct term, though? I mean, I I see leader. A, like leader. The alpha male. Alpha, but do you think Michael's an alpha male? Like, Do you think he's like, I'm in charge. I have the biggest pair of balls around here. Follow me. I think people look at him like I that. I think people look... I don't think he looks at himself like that, though. Well, he needs to get a little bit... You see, that's the problem. Michael, he's been looking down on himself. He needs to be a little bit more like Jim Gleason and just be the oh, alpha male oh. and know what's And up. here comes the Jim Gleason praise. I love Jim Gleason. I haven't seen that salty bastard in so long. <laughs> God, how you doing, Jim Gleason? <laughs> I know. I haven't flipped him shit on Facebook in a while. I think I'm going to go do that after this. In all seriousness, I think Michael will become will like stay the alpha and... When the shit hit the when the shit hits the fan, Michael will become the alpha again, and he'll just be like, "Oh, the leader." He'll take the charge, yeah. And he'll be like, "Okay, do this, do that." And then if he gets taken out, Angel will be like, "Oh, if he's not there, Angel Angel will stand up." And <laughs> if he's alive, with his probably is, broken legs. Yeah, he's just we- wheeling around. Just uh, Riley's just wheeling him around in a wheelchair, just like hey, and Angel's playing like, nurse. Do that. Yeah. All right, that would be awesome. Okay, so please send us some more 
email. Oh my God, Josh was dead. Oh God. Yeah, my- he dropped the mic. He made his point and dropped the mic. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I hit it with my headphones and it just fell over. No, it sounded more epic the way we had it, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you ruined it. Never mind. Take you that ruined your I'm moment of glory. Um, so Greg, where can people send email to? We're not dead podcast at gmail.com. Yes, thank you. And everyone, please remember to post in the forums, post on Facebook. Let's get those ideas stirring so we have lots of good things to talk about. So, for Greg, for me, and for our first Australian guest, Josh, thank you Yay. for listening. Yeah. And we're out. <laughs>